Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan of Garbage, where we're going through five movies where they're sort of connected, but they're not really connected. They're not connected at all. No. They're connected in our minds. Yeah. They're connected in our very souls. Well, I thought I found a connection last week. In Tommy the- Guns? Tommy Guns, yeah. There's a Tommy Gun in this, I think. But is there a sequence of Tommy Gunning? No, there's not a sequence of Tommy Gunning. There's just there's one half-hearted Tommy Gunning. I think that might count then. Yeah, okay. All right, okay, we're still still on track. But if anybody knows anything more definitive that links these movies and not comic book movies that that nobody saw or the old-timey 30s because that doesn't count either. No. You know it when you see it. But also I think the next week is going to – if there's a Tommy gun in the next one, I'll be very surprised. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Anyways, leave a like on this video because we're talking about 1996's The Phantom. The Phantom. Australia's own The Phantom. Now, why do you say that? Well, look, like... Because it's not true. It's not true at all. (laughs) But The Phantom is an American comic book created by American Lee Fork Mm -hmm. in the 30s. But like Neil Finn and Mel Gibson before he went bad, Mm -hmm. uh, while created in America, we've claimed The Phantom as our own. That's right. And I think the reason for this is, if you'll indulge me, James, I'm going to have to explain to our mostly American audiences about the show bag. Oh, okay, right. You you love a show bag, right? No, they fucking suck. Because they're really expensive and filled with garbage? Yes. But also... So, folks, uh, in Melbourne, which is where we're from, there's a thing called the Royal Melbourne Show. Mm -hmm. And it started out, like, in the 1800s as, like, an agricultural show. You show up and you bring your prize pigs or whatever and they give them a ribbon. Yeah, and they cheer a sheep and a guy cuts a block of wood or whatever, which I love, by the way. I love the the wood carving, too. I love a wood chop! But modern audiences, James... And modern uh, show goers. Modern times call for modern methods. Exactly, and that means selling people a bunch of garbage. Yep. Right? We, we were no longer happy with the, the, the bringing the, the prize cow or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the innovation of the Royal Melbourne show is a show bag, which used to be like a bag of samples, and now it's just every year for a couple of weeks a year, it's like thousands of bags of licensed crap. Yep. Right? Anything you can think of, any sports team, any movie franchise, any candy bar mm-hmm. there'll be a show bag specifically for that and it usually contains some stuff vaguely related to that brand and then it also contains cheap plastic garbage like a toy or whatever that'll break on the train ride home mm-hmm. and it also contains a phantom comic for no reason like they sell <laughs> thousands a year and i reckon at least 50 percent of them have a phantom comic in them for some reason so it's been drilled into our head stockholm syndrome style yep. that the phantom is ours and we love him just these black and white newsprint comics. Do you love the Phantom, though? I don't hate the Phantom. I like the idea and of I the didn't Phantom. Even, I didn't even... Maybe it is Stockholm Syndrome because we've been doing this for a month, but I didn't yeah. even hate this movie particularly. No, I didn't either. I think it's... Like, imagine if... I don't know. Imagine a guy in purple tights beat up a bunch of guys who look like Indiana Jones. I love that. But it's not as good as Indiana Jones. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Man, they really chew through the origin of this at the start, don't they? uh But I feel like that would have been a really good opportunity to do like a 10-minute pirate kind of prologue adventure, you know? Right, right, right. But I think... Phantom Origins, year zero. Oh, my God. And we could show how he got the purple cow. Exactly. Where do you get the purple dye? In Ben Galler or wherever. Nobody else has anything purple. It's the 30s. A laser, purple. A laser did it. A laser. Oh, probably a laser did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're probably absolutely right, but I think they probably went, you know what, let's get to the meat of it straight away. Yeah, you fair know? enough. But I, I think they didn't want an audience to be like, this is a pirate movie. I haven't signed up for a pirate movie. I That's signed up true. for a purple tights movie guy. Yeah, Gina Davis's pirate movie had recently bombed. So Cutthroat I don't think, Island, yeah, exactly, yeah, right. Yeah. But also, 
Muppet Treasure Island. So what do you do? <laughs> That's right. It's so hard to thread that needle. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, I really like Billy Zane in the role, even if I don't love the character. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. Again, he does have a look of a man who doesn't know what a sports walkman is. Uh, he's got great hair or a wig. I don't know what his I'll deal is. I'll talk about it later. I don't know what his deal is ultimately. I've got notes. Okay, I'm glad. But he's also got he's got uh, he's got the experience of a, of a crime fighter and a, and a man who fights evil, but he's also got a certain naivete about the real world kind like of thing. Like how he doesn't understand US currency despite hmm. living there for quite a long time. Or women. Or women, the two yeah. Thi- There's a moment where he um, th- he's had a brief adventure with Diana. <laughs> he's had a brief adventure with the woman of the peace. Yep. Uh, and then they're chilling and relaxing in his skull cave and he's like, oh, to commemorate this occasion, it's a, just a beautiful piece of priceless jewellery. That is a terrible mistake to make on a first date. What are you thinking? What are you thinking, Kit Walker, which is your real name, by the way? It's true. The thing is about this character of this movie is I don't like him that much, mm-hmm. and that's his fault. Right. Because I want to like this guy. Uh-huh. Like, I like Billy Zane, but, yeah, it is that naivety. There's kind of a – I don't know if it's a smugness, okay. but kind of a wishy-washy kind of whatever kind of attitude. Okay. Do you think it's because he's a Nepo baby? I think that's it. Okay, so for those he's people, riding on he's riding on the uh, the good graces of his of his uh, dead ancestors. Oh, let's talk about that. So the way the Phantom works is it's a guy. Oh, he's a ghost. No, mate. He's an immortal man, and he lives forever. And he's a what? No, you missed. What do the, you mean? You missed the multiple parts in the movie where they explain that he's not an immortal man. He's a regular man. It's a magic a, man. No, it's a lineage of oh. superheroes passed from father to son. Not always. Sometimes there's a woman Phantom, mm. but not that often. Well, I mean. You know, how are I to know I'm a simple man who looks like Indiana Jones with like a dirty Henley and a hat on? And I just think everything's... Ri- I'm just, I'm so credulous, <laughs> if I may. There's a moment... The, the idea that the bandits encountering the Phantom and thinking that he's some kind of immortal spirit would be more believable to me if it wasn't just daytime when they first see him and it's obviously just a bloke in purple tights. <laughs> with guns. With guns. Because why would he need them? It's just... A, he's like, I killed the Phantom. That's a man in a mask. It could be anybody. <laughs> You killed his dad, but you could have killed anybody and anybody could have found the costume. <laughs> well, his dad. Like, no wonder James Rebar killed him. Yes. So apparently that version of the Phantom was born in 1872 and died in 1932, which makes him 50. But Patrick McGuhan was clearly 67 at time of filming. That dude should not be the Phantom. Absolutely not. What are you doing? Unless you continue to age in your death, like in the afterlife. <laughs> maybe that's it, yeah. Or, again, maybe Kit Walker hasn't seen his dad in so long that he can't really remember what he looks like. Because yeah. is this guy magic or is he not magic? Is this guy a ghost or is it just all in his head? That's a big problem for me of this movie is the vagueness concerning all the mystical, magical stuff. There's a moment at the start where they have an Indiana Jones-esque sequence where they Mm. go into a temple and then a skeleton strangles a man. Yeah. First thought I was like... Oh, he's joking. Or it's a guy playing a trick. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it's probably some cables and some some Mm. gears or whatever the Phantom set that up. Nah. Like, I could even get around, like, a bunch of skulls that probably have some diamonds in it that make a laser. I'll I'll happily accept that. Sure, sure, sure. But I will not accept that you put a couple of those together and they point to a picture of a map on the wall. Like, what what if you put them together in a different room? Does it go and find a map? Yeah. Oh, okay. If it does that, how? It hails the trolley car and it gets on and it pays its nickel or whatever. And then it takes a trip, ding, ding, down the road to the Museum of Natural, Natural History. I'm sorry. There needs to be more specifics in terms of how the magic and the mysticism in this movie operates. The thing about the Indiana Jones movies are, yes. and it's all of them, I would say, even the ones you don't like, 
there is an in-universe logic to the way things operate. You know, the traps and the trials and the things that he goes through and, and the like. Mm-hmm. There's like a mechanism behind it. Yes. And I know they're far-fetched. And then sometimes he sees God or an alien or whatever. Okay. Whatever. But there is there is a structure to that yep. that they adhere to that this mm. movie just doesn't do at all. Absolutely. And I fucking hate that. Exactly. Like if if maybe Kit Walker, the Phantom, thinks that his father's just a, a hallucination in his mind. But then, it turn, but then it turns out the power of the skulls is, you know bringing him back from the afterlife or something. At least it would tie it all together. Sure, yeah. Anyway, you know? Anyway, the costume's good. I was going to say, the costume's good. The costume It's is, textured and form-fitting. It is, and it look, it, it first of all, he's ripped as hell, which doesn't doesn't hurt at all. Big time. Uh, in a way, you did not have to be for a superhero movie in this era at no. all. The Shadow. We just <laughs> talked about it. Uh, but yeah, this sort of pioneered that MCU costuming trick of like, you take the, the four-colour flat textured costume from the comic books and you add... Raised webbings. You add the raised webbings and so forth. That being said, I think they could have gone harder and made it look more sort of armoured because now it sort of looks like a rash guard for people who don't want to take their shirt off at the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you're this guy, though, you would want to you take your shirt off. You would absolutely do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I look like that, I would podcast shirtless. Absolutely. 100%. I think, though, there are some good stunts in this. I would even say Indiana Jones-esque. So one of the earlier action sequences, they take the truck stunt from Raiders and the bridge stunt from Temple of Doom and they just kind of mash them together. That's right. It's a pretty solid effect, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a moment where a horse is running as fast as a plane somehow, caught Mm -hmm. up to a plane, whatever, I guess, internal logic of this movie. (laughs) Who am I to question that, I guess? That's right. And, you know, they drop down onto the horse and it all looks very convincing Mm. and practical. And I, I... I think there's some genuinely good stuff in this. And what else could you expect from the director of Free Willy or know. Lightning Jack? Lightning Jack. Lightning Jack. Australia's own Lightning Jack. Australian director, that's right. Love that. See, I told you this was Australia's own, <laughs> the Phantom. I told you. Yeah, you did. Uh, who, who else could we talk about? Uh, we got Treat Williams oh, yeah. as Drax. And let me tell you, that man is a treat. Yeah, that much. I'm, I'm enjoying his he's chewing a bit of scenery. He's a, he's a successful businessman, but he's also just an insane murderer for mm-hmm. no reason. Do you I'm, like his uh, his microscope knife machine? He's just, just stab him. What just, are you doing? Just a very specific microscope with hidden telescoping blades that leaves a dead body just right dead center of your office, and then I you mean, have to drag it away. I also feel like that wouldn't kill somebody. You'd yeah. have a man stumbling around spraying blood from. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother. Or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. His eyes. Yeah, on all your priceless paintings yeah. and leather-bound books and so forth. You have so to forth. push him out a window or yeah, something. You right? have to guide him to a window. To guide him to a window. I'm actually taking you to the doctor's office. Oh, thank you. Push out the window. I don't know how those knives got there <laughs> in that microscope. And yeah, it was. it's so... Uh, the mechanism of death, it's so... He's like, why don't you look in this microscope? And he's like, I can't see anything. Why don't you adjust it on the side there? I can't find... It's there. It's, there's a dial. If you could just... <laughs> no, the other dial? No, no, you, you're changing that. No, 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 that's not it. Uh-huh, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. I think Christy Swanson as Diana Palmer is good. Mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. a good chemistry for the most part, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Apparently they cut out a lot of the more romantic subplot. And of course, one Catherine Zeta-Jones appears in this movie. That's right. That's right. Now, As the bad girl turned good. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. She's like, sure, I'll murder all these people, but also... I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I've stopped. It's been a big whirlwind <laughs> of a couple of days, so I don't know, honestly. <laughs> Also, Shao Kahn turns up in the end. He sure does. He's like, hello, I'm from Mortal Kombat. That's right. And it's always good to see that guy. He also killed the Phantom. Yeah, like from what era, though? How old's that that guy? Did he kill Kit Walker's son? Did he kill a four-year-old boy? Maybe. Mm. Maybe the Phantom's dad had two kids and he killed the better one. Oh, okay. Maybe this guy's like... The understudy. Second Phantom. Second Phantom. I guess that's how the Phantom can work. Also, if I was the Phantom, I would be having kids straight away. To pass it on immediately? Yeah, man. Like, get out of the game. Like, obviously his dad did it way too long. Mm. You don't want to be doing that at 67. No. Well, his son had to go and study art at college or whatever, you know. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, you live in a cave. (laughs) You live in a cave and you ride a tiger or whatever you do, Mason. Mm. Do you think? You ride your phantom, I'm horse. Thank you. Very good, yeah. I also think, like, the ultimate kind of weapon that Mm -hmm. they're after here is, like, we need to get all the skulls together Mm -hmm. because the skulls shoot a laser. Yep. Who cares? Right? You're on the cusp of nuclear technology. You have seaplanes. <laughs> this movie's sponsored by big seaplanes. There's so many of them. It can nearly outrun a horse. That's their slogan. <laughs> nearly. Yeah. One day, <laughs> if you keep buying these seaplanes, one day we'll invent one that's faster than a horse. Maybe you get a good wind. You'd be... Oh, no, then the horse would get the wind. Anyway, but just like, what are you going to do with a, with a collection of laser skulls? Mm. It's like having a Tommy gun, really, isn't it? Oh. It's only good if you can run in and, like, laser someone yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could write your name on the moon, potentially, mm. but that would be hard. I think so, too. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. But I did love at the end... Yes. ...when they figure out that there's a fourth skull. Oh, yeah. It's the Phantom's Ring. They, they have a Dragon together. Ball battle. They have a Dragon Ball battle. And then the villain does the smooth criminal lean before he explodes. That's right. And he says, unbelievable. Yeah. I love that. I wouldn't believe it either. No. no well, that, that, that being said, I've just connected three skulls together and started shooting lasers out of them. So maybe I would believe it. <laughs> oh, this was probably how the day was going to go, mm. honestly. Earlier I saw it point to a map. 
<laughs> I guess this is on brand for the skulls. It is a skull you have there, and you're wearing a skull. I mean, skulls, it's a popular motif for all the way around the world, I suppose. I mean, the internal logic of this universe is fucked. I guess this is fairly common. It's probably fine. <laughs> I bequeath my knife microscope to my henchmen and my will before I go. So, uh... If you don't mind, it's time for the fan via. Okay. We're doing some phantom trivia, Mason. I see. So, like with last week's movie, whatever it was, the dark, no, Shadow. Yes. It was the Shadow, wasn't it? Was it was the Shadow, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi was actually considered as director for this, and Bruce Campbell was considered for the role of the Phantom. Oh, that could have worked. I don't mind that at all. Mm. But reportedly, Billy Zane was a huge fan of the property and had been for a little bit leading Would up to Would you say he was a big fan? Yeah. Spelt F-A-N, just the regular way? Yes. That's great. Very fortuitous then. I think so. Spelt with a P-H, <laughs> fortuitous. <laughs> Billy Zane pumped iron for over a year to fill out the Phantom's costume. Damn. Now, initially, a Batman-like costume was created with fake muscles, mm. like that coward Michael Keaton. But then he simply burst out of it. That's right. So they didn't need that by the time filming had started. Now, here's where we get into some wig logic. Okay. I have some, I have some issues here. Because I would say Billy Zane famously just a very good-looking bald head, I would say. Agreed. But I've never, I've I've always wondered, did he, like when he's in Titanic, is that a wig? That's a wig. That's a wig. So, okay. Yeah, right, so go for it. Shoot. The word on IMDb is that Billy Zane shaved his head to get the Phantom cowl to fit as closely as possible. Okay. But this was obviously difficult because when the Phantom was out of costume, he'd needed a full head of hair. So apparently all those scenes needed to be shot earlier in production. And the scene where the Phantom removes the cowl, apparently that was shot in two parts in reverse order over several weeks. But that is wow. simply not true. Okay. If I did some research. If you look at Billy Zane from this era, he was a balding man, okay, which is yeah. totally fine. Mm. I think he just shaved his head. Again, looks incredible with a shaved head. Because when you have him on a movie, when you see someone with a full head of hair and they put a bald cap on him, yeah. it is seamless and completely flat. So the idea that you would need to shave your entire head to put on like, like a... A decently bulky cow. It's not true, it's Mason. It's not true, is it? It's not. It's simply not true. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, Billy Zane should have been Lex Luthor at some point, as oh, people that say. Would have been great. Yeah, I know, right? 90s Superman movie. Yes, please. Kidding me? You kidding me? Mm. Now, this movie was originally going to be the first of a trilogy, like I think all of these movies that we've talked about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Billy Zane originally signed up to do two sequels, but obviously because this made about this much money. <laughs> Oh, you've made the going to the toilet sound. I did, didn't I? Which is very rarely positive <laughs> when it comes to box office. That is correct. Because on a budget of $45 million, it only made $23.5 million. Ouchie, ouchies. Yeah. I think it's... I mean, there's movies from this era that did much better than this, which are much worse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's just my, that's just my <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Now, in 2008, Paramount Pictures were considering actually creating a sequel to The Phantom with Zane, nice. Swanson and Catherine Zeta-Jones returning in their roles. But instead of a sequel, a reboot of The Phantom was in the works, and it's called The Phantom Legacy. Oh. Now you're going to love this. Go on. Australia's own Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington is Australian. Yeah, he was being considered for the role because there was that there was that four-year window where he was... He was tapped to be in everything, yeah. yeah. They were like, well, this guy's going to be the next big star. We better, mm. we better get him in the movie and That's right. fulfill the prophecy. Exactly. Spelled with a PH, <laughs> but not where you'd think. <laughs> Uh, but of course, I know you probably want to talk about the Phantom reboot TV show, so go on. 
James, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it and I don't know anything about it. All I all I know of it is this. You tr- bring it up all the time. I know. All I know this about is, this is when you would do it. How are you not prepared for this? I didn't think you about it. You even mentioned it in a previous video. I I'm did, fairly confident. But I didn't have time to watch it. But all I know, and also, where am I going to get it? What's it on? I'm going to get it on a burnt VCD. I bet it's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, what was probably. it called? Let me check. Just The Phantom, I guess, on sci fi. But I'll, I'll give you this, James. All, I, all I've ever watched is the trailer, and there's a moment where he, the, the new guy is revealed to yeah, me. Yeah, it's on YouTube. The new guy, re- uh, he learns of his destiny to be the next Phantom. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll be the Phantom, but I won't wear that stupid costume. He's wearing the stupidest costume imaginable. He looks like The worst worse. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Looks like he's got a cardboard box that they've painted purple on his head. Like a cereal box or something. Wasn't it supposed to be his box account chocula? <laughs> That's really good stuff. Would you like to see more Phantom in the future? Say, for example, they could take some characters like the Phantom, Mandrake the Magician, mm-hmm. Lothar. Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon. And then you're making a Defenders of the Earth movie based on all of a sudden. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm just kind of surprised they haven't attempted that yet. Yeah, there was a uh, comic book series called King's Watch. Oh, yeah. Which was... Uh, something similar and it was kind of like a modern day take on that they got all the characters from King Features Syndicate which is where the Phantom is from and they put them together no, he's from Australia oh, I think yeah. you're <laughs> and made a little limited series and I think that's actually quite good so people should check that out I reckon maybe they should and you mm. know another thing people can check out the Phantom 2040 uh, animated series uh, no, no the Phantom 2040 video game series oh okay I'm mm. listening is it good no you no. should check that out though okay great you specifically. Nobody else. Mason will report back next week. Great. Maybe he'll do his homework this time. Maybe I will. Hey, here's a fun fact. Did you know that originally mm. the Phantom was going to be an idle playboy named Jimmy Wells? Why would I know that? I, you would never know that, but I'm telling you now, and I'm going to quiz you next week, so you better remember that fact. But he's in this. He's in the movie. He's is just he? like a supporting character. Oh, he's the one who's he's like, the other I'm guy. in yeah, love yeah. with you. And a lot of people have said perhaps the reason that the Phantom isn't as popular in America is because he wasn't that. He wasn't an American playboy. He's Australian. New York City style. Yeah. Instead, he was an Australian He's legend. He's an Aussie bloke. That's right. A real larrikin <laughs> is what he is. <laughs> That's it. But do you know what, Mason? Spell with a PH. Yeah. <laughs> a farrakin. I don't know what that is. Do you know what, though? What's that? You can actually see these videos early if you head over to bigsandwich.co. It's basically our private Patreon. You oh, know, basically. You, ba- well, it is. It's you know, If you like what we do here and you want to support, but also you want to get some bonus stuff, you can because we do movie commentaries. We've actually done one on The Phantom. I, halfway through watching this movie this time, I was like, oh, yeah. We watched that we recently. We watched that very recently. Yeah. There's also bonus podcasts. There's video game Let's Plays. There's just a whole bunch of good stuff there that you might be interested in, including our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out there Sunday as opposed to Monday. All of that is ad-free and exclusive if you are interested. I love that. Or just subscribe here or do whatever. 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 Still whatever. Yeah. Just a couple of... Aussie larrikins, you know? That's right. Uh, not unlike the Phantom. Correct. Yeah. Anyways, thank you to Ben and Lawrence for the edit. Thank you, Ben and Lawrence. And we'll see you on the next one. Oh, we're doing the Green Hornet. I think that people probably know that. The Seth Rogen one that yeah, no one's seen. I don't know if that fits in this, but we have, we're have we doing five. Yeah, you already made that graphic where you put the five. I mean, I didn't. Someone ben, did. Ben did, yeah. You commanded it to happen. <laughs> All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that, Jamie, guys. We'll see you next time. Grab that laser skull. Do a big lean. Uh, okay, this if this video does really well, I'll 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 switch over to okay. saying that. If it gets everywhere. a million views? Yeah, if it gets a million views. Okay, great.